0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Sure as God made Green apples, someday the Chicago Cubs are going to be in a World Series. And maybe sooner than we think. Is he alive? This is going to be a tough play. Play The Cubs What's going on, Cubs fans? You're listening to Lockdown Cubs, part of the Lockdown Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Sean Sears, and on today's episode, we are recapping a strange 6-5 loss to the Astros. We'll touch on this weekend series with the Reds here in the first segment, as well as hit on this Astros series. Talk about Chris Bryant some injuries. In the second segment, we're going to preview Tuesday's matchup with Houston, touch on a few bullets, and take a quick look at the NL Central. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Lockdown Cubs, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Talking Cubs, on the new Cubs Insider YouTube channel page, and you can follow me on Twitter at Sean R. Sears. Today's show is brought to you in part by hotels.com. Don't hate like your friend's trip. Book your own with hotels.com and get rewarded basically everywhere. Hotels.com. Be there. Do that. Get rewarded. And as well as Blue Chew. Guys, let's talk about sex. Good sex. Remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Blue That's blue, like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, and since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as the pill, so you can be ready whenever a moment arises. Now, this isn't just for guys who can't perform, it's for any guy who wants that extra function to enhance their performance in the bet. For instance, most guys talk a big game, I guess. But if you're one and done, Blue Chew can even help you fall through for round two. Blue Chew is prescribed online, shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, and no in-person doctor visit, so no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the US, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use special promo code MLB. Just pay $5 for shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code MLB, to try it free. BlueChew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Now, let's jump to some baseball. Uh, obviously, here, before we jump into the, uh, the Cubs... to loss to the Astros. I want to preview or just touch on the weekend from last. Geez, if I could talk this last week against Cincinnati. Of course, the Cubs uh, dropped 2-3 in that series. They lose the first one after it looked like they were going to come back in the eighth inning after Wilson Contreras hit a single through into center field on a really tough breaking ball. Just kind of threw the bat at it, floated through. Rizzo scores on a bad throw from Zenzel. Cubs take a 5-4 lead. Eugenio Suarez decides to hit the go-ahead home run in the top of the ninth. The Cubs can't come back in the bottom. They lose 6-5. They win that second game, and uh felt like they tried to do everything they could to almost lose it. Uh, but were able to hold off. Cincinnati Win 8-6, to and then Sunday's game was just an absolute stinker. They lose 10-2, and what's worse is they lose Chris Bryant. Currently, Bryant is going through concussion protocol right now. Um, him and Jason Hayward collided in center field, and... Obviously, Bryant left that game Sunday in about the fifth inning and didn't come back. Hayward, a little sore, said he's going to be fine. Um, but Bryant, uh, not totally sure. He's not obviously going to play Monday. He didn't play Monday, and uh, it doesn't sound like he's going to play in Houston on Tuesday either. So we'll have to see. He's not going on the DL, and it doesn't sound like the Cubs are necessarily ready to put him there yet, or excuse me, the IL. Um, first time I've done it on the podcast this year, for what it's worth, called the IL, the DL. Um, But. Um, it sounds like I'd be surprised if he plays in this Houston series. I think they might give him a little bit of time. So we'll kind of see similar what they did with Rizzo. If things don't get much better, then we might see that IL stint. But at least for now, there's no reason to push Brian in this moment. So it's unfortunate, though, because the man was on an absolute freaking tear. Him and Alberto Amora this week had been excellent. But unfortunately for Monday's game, that didn't quite happen. The Cubs sent Cole Hamels on the mound, who did... Good. Not great. He gave up these six runs in four innings, seven hits in total, four walks. That's really what did him in. He wasn't really fooling anyone, but he wasn't giving up a ton of hard contact either. He didn't give up a home run in the start. The first one he's had in a bit. Um, it just felt like the Astros just kind of bad him for the most part. And just kind of either snuck a ball through or just chopped. I mean, in the fourth inning, I think, when they scored all these runs, they, they just continued to chop balls here. But we'll get into that in a second. Garrett Cole, on the other hand, was fantastic. In six innings, he only allowed three hits, two earned runs, a walk, and 12 strikeouts. He got the Cubs chasing some incredibly high heat. Javier Baez, in particular, chased a 98-mile-an-hour fastball that uh, just barely flew into the mitt of the catcher for Houston. And there was another attempt from Rizzo, same with Chris Bryant, just missing the high heat. Uh, Cole, uh, Cole Gar- or Garrett Cole, excuse me, <laughs> too many Coles. Garrett Cole had some incredible stuff, obviously 12 strikeouts. He was mulling the Cubs down. And that's really kind of what made the difference in this game. But early on in the first inning, Anthony Rizzo hit a home run, a no doubt home run on a hanging breaking ball from Garrett Cole to get the Cubs an early 2-0 lead after Schrober walked the lead off that inning. Uh, it stayed that way until Tyler White hit a line out to center field sacrifice that scored Chorizos. Uh, Astros come in within one. And then it was the third inning that kind of just was a bunch of sloppiness. Yuliel, uh, Yuli, uh, Yuliel, Jesus Christ. Guriel, Yuli, Guriel, I know I'm butchering his name, singled to left field. Alex Bregman scored. And then Robinson Chorizos doubled in the left field. Brantley scored. Guriel moved to third. Jack Mayfield had a ground out. Weak to shortstop. Guriel scored. Then Tyler White walks. Derek Fisher standing at the plate. uh, Sees a wild pitch. Uh, Chorizos and White move up to third and second. And then Derek Fisher singles. uh, Chorizos scores. White to third. Jack Mezernick. Then hits a ground ball to second base. White scores. Fisher to second. The Astros at that point leading six to two. It was not a ton of hard hit balls. A lot of these singles just barely snuck by guys. Or the Cubs were playing in on the infield in certain moments. They weren't hitting Cole Hamill's incredibly hard, and he was able to stay in this game for another inning. But after the fourth, uh, it just wasn't quite where the Cubs needed it to be. So they went in for Kyle Ryan. He. Does the job for the most part through two, in, two, in, two and a third innings. Dylan Maples comes in. He lost a single but gets a strikeout to end the sixth. David Bodie hits a single to finally score a run as Elmore, who had gotten on base, reaching on an air, uh, scores on the play. Russell moves to second on the single. So Bodie drives in a run. The Cubs down six to three. No scoring again until the bottom of the ninth against Roberto Osuna. Elmore on the first pitch he sees drives a ball to deep left field Almost it felt like it was out of the park. It's hard to tell. It was definitely gone. The Crawford box and left field help out a ton. Elmore uh, did not need them. Absolutely annihilated that ball. And then Addison Russell, after Descalso grounded out, hits a home run to about the same place. More center field. Cubs only down 5-6. to six. David Bodie singles into right field. So with a runner on first, Kyle Schwarber strikes out swinging, and Javier Baez does the same. Cubs go down 6-5. to five. Um, ultimately you can't be necessarily upset about this game. Garrett Cole has been really good and the pitching the Cubs have seen in these last week with the Phillies Reds, and now Houston has been incredible. Um, Philly's pretty good to okay. Obviously Cincinnati's got a great group. The Cubs were still able to tag them. But this bullpen is kind of what fell apart here. Now, luckily in this game, the Cubs kind of held it together, but they had a pretty big deficit to come back from. Um, they were able to get one run off Hector Rondon, former Cub, and then obviously Roberto Ozuna. That's encouraging. Despite him getting his 14th save of the year, the Cubs able to tag him. Not too many people do that. Um, so you, you take it with a grain of salt. I don't think this is a terrible game, especially when you factor in Jim Aducci was playing in right field. Uh, <laughs> you don't have Chris Bryant at the moment. You know, it wasn't necessarily exactly what you're looking for. Javier Baez is DH'ing in this game. He's still not quite 100%, and we've seen that with his swing a little bit. But, you know, ultimately, you, you take it. You take this game. This, this isn't the worst thing you can see here. <laughs> so a quick injury update here. Pedro Strope did head out on his rehab assignment yesterday, or at least it was announced he was heading out into AAA. He only needs probably one or two appearances, according to Jesse Rogers from ESPN Chicago. So that's good news to hear. strope should be back soon. Um, Brandon Morrow, no update since May 20th. It sounds like he, you know, threw a couple pitches. He's back now after having that setback earliest return is sometime after the all-star break pretty much leaving it essentially open-ended so um i don't think you can rely on brandon morrow for anything at this point even when he comes back for uh from the uh from, from his injury from the all-star break uh you never know really what to get with a guy like him it he was fantastic when he was pitching. I don't know if you can rely on him as a closer. Um, so he, we, even with Brandon Morrow, the Cubs are likely going to be making a move for a reliever at some point at this deadline here coming this summer. So if we've seen anything right now, it's that this bullpen, not super reliable, but can be good. So there's potential, but, you know, can't live on potential at this point. So let's roll into the second segment. But before we do that, I do have a quick word from our sponsor, Locat. All right, Cubs fans, I'm excited to talk to you guys about one of our newest sponsors, Locat brace bracelets let people celebrate and support causes near and dear to their hearts. They're infused with water from Mount adverse, the highest point on Earth, and mud from the Dead Sea, the lowest point on Earth. It's a daily reminder to help you find your balance during life's highs and lows. As sports fans, we definitely experience highs and lows throughout the season. Loci's game day collection helps you stay humble and hopeful while repping your favorite team's colors. And with 10% of the net profits donated to incredible charities, you can support your team and support causes around the world. Since Lokai is a front of the show, they are offering you an exclusive discount of 20% off on all game day collection bracelets. Go to Lokai.com and Use the promo code Chicago Cubs, all one word, no space to take advantage of this amazing deal. That's L O K A I.com. Use promo code Chicago Cubs to get 20% off on your order. Now let's so go get yours. now. New game day shirt. Boom. Cash back food for the tailgate. All right, welcome back to Lockdown on Here in the second segment, we're previewing Tuesday's matchup, which features John Lester on the bump against Corbin Martin. Martin, who's only had, I believe, three starts on his entire career, has pitched okay. He's got a 4.97 ERA in those three starts, but he faced Texas, Boston, and Chicago. Um, only went five and a third against that start against Texas. That was on May 12th. Um, did earn the win. Boston a no decision in four innings, giving up two runs. Both starts texas Boston, two runs. And then against the White Sox, uh, only lasted three and a third, gave up three runs, four, three, four runs, three earned, um, six hits. Not incredible. It's tough to see. He's got six strikeouts to, or excuse me, 12 strikeouts to six walks, um, seven earned runs on the year, three home runs, pretty small sample size, right handed pitcher. This could be a good moment here for the Cubs maybe tag a young guy. On the other hand, John Lester has been pretty good on the season so far. Unfortunately, he's taken two straight losses in games that, he probably deserved these losses. Um, of course, against Washington on May or May 18th, managed to only go four and a third, gave up 10 hits, five earned runs, one walk, three strikeouts on 98 pitches. Against Philly, not much better. In four innings, gave up seven hits, seven runs, only four of them earned, one walk, five strikeouts, two home runs. That was really what did him in. He only lasted 84 pitches through four innings against Phillies. Um, Houston are a very good lineup, obviously. You got a lot of guys that can hit from both sides and, show plenty of power from both sides of the plate so this could be another tough matchup for John but obviously 268 ERA on the season he's been incredible besides these last two starts and um, even still you, you can see John is still not he's not getting absolutely annihilated on the plate he's just unfortunately some guys are just picking the right moments to square him up and it's happening so I Expect John Lester to pull together, but this is still a tough draw against Houston. So, taking a look at the OPS numbers against Lester uh, Michael Brantley in 25 games, OPSing 777. Uh, Alex Bregman in just three games, 666. Ron, Robinson Chirizos never has hit him in three games. Uh, Yuli Gurriel, three games of 1334 OPS. And we've got uh, Jake mezernick two games, no hits. And then Josh Reddick in 10 games, OPSing 400. The rest of these guys haven't seen him. Carlos Correa. Has never hit against him. And then, of course, Jose Altuve was on the I.L. It sounds like he should be coming back for Tuesday's game. But George Springer on the I.L. right now. So the Cubs at least have some things going for them in this matchup right now. Uh, Obviously, when Alex Bregman isn't hitting you super well, that's good. But he's just a guy that probably in a matter of time after seeing you a few more times should be able to hit you well. So not a guy you can just necessarily slouch on. Jose Altuve coming off the I.L., that's good but also not so great cuz obviously Jose Altuve was uh doing just fine at the plate OPSing 800 he was cooling off a bit but during that Astros they had a 10 game win streak earlier this year it was incredibly hot George Springer Dude can mash baseballs with 17 of them right now on the IL. The Cubs dodge a bolt. They're not having to see his bat, but you've got plenty of guys in this lineup. Uh, Tyler White was being super productive yesterday. He's a guy that's kind of playing in roles. Uh, Yuli Gurriel getting more time in the field. Tony Kemp, Derek Fisher, Jake Mayfield. All these guys, not necessarily fantastic, but guys that are better than replacement level players typically. So if they were to get a full season to play. So, um, you know, it's going to be tough. And then when you look at Houston's bullpen, not too many bad arms out there. Um, so the Cubs have to kind of tag up on, hopefully if they can get to Corbin Martin early, that's probably the the plan of attack. So I would expect the Cubs to get aggressive early on, especially since he's only managed to go past the five, fifth inning once in his three starts. So he's susceptible. The Cubs can get some early runs and then hope that John Lester can go deep in this game. That's probably the formula for success against a Houston team right now. So, couple quick bolts here before we wrap up the show here. Bill Buckner, um, former Cub, Boston Dodger, first baseman, uh, passed away at 69 after dealing with dementia. Um, He played seven seasons for the Cubs and those. He batted 301 with a 333 on base percentage, 442 slugging. He had 81 career home runs as a Cub and 1,127 hits. Was an all-star once, I believe, in 1981. And, of course, everyone remembers him for his... um, unfortunate error in the 1984 world series with boston and mets obviously letting that go and then losing the series ultimately after a ball slipped between his legs so um ultimately though bill buckner great guy one of the better coaches out there as well i know people like david bodie and other players on the cubs are sharing pictures when buck was spending his time you know with the idaho or boise whatever they were red hawks they've changed names quite a few times um but Buckner, known as a great player, but even a better person and friend. So it's sad to see a guy like Buck go. So, um, And then I want to touch on the NL Central standings at the Walmart. Now the Cubs still clinging on to a half-game lead over Milwaukee, who is still keeping pace with the Cubs, but is – you know, not nearly as hot as the Cubs were. Both teams were really hot at the same time. Now both teams kind of struggling a little bit at the same time. Pittsburgh, but so Cubs 30-22, Milwaukee 31-24, half game back. Pittsburgh 26-26. They're four games back and tied with St. Louis, who is also 26-26 for third. Cincinnati, 25-29, six games back. A much improved team, though. Um, obviously, as the Cubs saw, they've got their offense flowing as long as some great pitching. So uh, there really isn't a bad team in the central. And I think a lot of people expected this to be a lot more competitive of a division luckily the Cubs and Brewers are sitting at the top of the rest of these teams aren't easy to face so it's going to be tough Uh, Cubs still tough draw against Houston they have to do the best they can here on these road series but uh, after having a not so great home series it would be pretty huge if the Cubs could take a series against the uh, Astros, who are, in my opinion right now, probably playing the best baseball out of anyone in the league currently. So That'll all do it here for Lockdown Cubs. Remember to listen to the show every day. You want to use the Himalaya Podcast app, which is free, super easy to use, has almost every single podcast you love or are searching for. Um, have the ability to make personally curated playlist just for you by your expert podcast, TasteMakers. Um, the ability to like and comment on show or on shows, and share episodes individually, or put them together in shareable playlists for your friends. So if you're going on a car ride or something like that, like I did with some of my friends here a couple weeks ago, it was nice to queue up some podcasts as we were going along instead of having to flip through music, especially when you lose signal, all that fun stuff. So find and download Himalaya on the App Store, or Google Play, and don't forget to follow Locked On Cubs. Once you get there, make sure you follow us on Twitter, Locked On Cubs. Follow our YouTube channel, Talking Cubs Show, on Twitter, and subscribe to that on YouTube. Follow myself at Sean R. Sears. Thanks for tuning in to your daily Cubs podcast. Enjoy the rest of your day, and go Cubs. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.